Welcome to the Equipers Church Budapest podcast. We hope today's message will encourage and inspire you. For more information, check equiperschurch.au. Buonasera, Equipers Budapest. Hola, hermanos. For all my Spanish friends, I love Spanish. I worship usually with Spanish songs. So we are really happy to be here with you. It's, uh, we actually, we feel at home. Even if I am here with my wife, Nutsa, if you can stand up, please. It's, it's a pleasure we have been through this couple of days from Slovakia and uh, here now in Budapest. We have been preaching at Reply Conference. It was an awesome time uh, together. And we really uh, saw God moving through the young generation. And what really touched me, even if at, at the beginning of my message, they were all like freezed like this. But then at the end of the, of the message, the, the anointing, the Holy Spirit was so there that as we did altar call, they all ran in the front of the stage. Uh, asking for praying, just being filled with this Holy Spirit. And we really believe that you are doing such an amazing job here in Budapest, over there in Slovakia. I I was talking with Pastor Miro. I really believe that the revival is already going over there. I mean, um, even here, because it was in a holiday that was holiday on Friday, right? And Um, seeing 300 young people staying there, praising God, receiving from God, and not being any, any more anywhere, uh, it was such a blessing. And I really want to encourage you, honor you for what you are doing here. I want to honor you, Miro, uh, sorry, Toby with uh, Kika. Yes. Where is she? Probably is Johnny, okay. And you are doing such an amazing job, guys, here. We want to celebrate and honor you. And I want to honor your uh, pastor, Pastor Miro and Pastor, pastor Marta. So I had a lot of talk with him. And from yesterday, I started calling not anymore Pastor Miro, but Pastor Hero. <laughs> so he always inspires. <laughs> It's good, isn't it? So you are such a hero, you both are such a heroes for us. And it's a blessing to be part of the same family and learning from you how you passionate serve the Lord. So they, we should have a, a photo, a picture from my family. So this is the beautiful Tos, Toscany in Italy. If you want to come, you are more than welcome. We have two kids, Gabriele is 11 and Andrea is six. And as, as you can see, probably... It was cutter, but he's the boss of the house. <laughs> so we actually, after the, preach, uh, the preaching, we have a, a flight to just fly very quickly back to Rome. So I want to go just straight away to the, into the preaching. And I really believe for this church, what God has put in my heart for this new season for you, uh, it, uh, there is a title that I would love to share with you. It's time to recover. Say, tell, tell the person next to you, it's time to recover. So COVID and all the lockdowns, COVID and all the lockdowns uh, was like a kind of pushing back. Uh, I sense like a, a, a time of, you know, uh, stopping you. And what, uh, what the COVID did, it is a kind of isolating people. 
And when you, when you are isolated, you very often you lose, you know, the promises that God has given to you, the word that God gave to you. And um, I really believe for the next season and for this church as well, it's a time to recover. It's a time to recover all the promises that God has made for you, all the prophecy, all the prayer that you have been praying through these years for your husband, for your wife, your city, your family, your neighbor neighbors it's time to recover amen so let's go into the bible in luke chapter 18 from verse 35 to 43 and it says as he drew near to jericho a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging and hearing a crowd going by he inquired what this meant they told him jesus of nazareth is passing by and he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front, or another version say around Jesus, rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more. Say it together. He cried out. He cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. So what I would love to share with you, there are three steps, three points to recover what seems, because it seems you lost. You didn't lost, but may, it may seems you lost. It, it may look like that you lost, okay? First of all, number one is revelation. Revelation is actually is taking away a veil. Doesn't mean that you cannot see what is behind the veil, but sometimes it's like you lose the original form, the original picture, isn't it? Let's go to the verse, so, uh, verse 36. The Bible says that this man, this blind man that was begging, he heard a crowd. He heard a crowd. This, this word hearing is not just a word like listening. It's from the Greek is akoe. Akoe is to listen in the spiritual interior. And was listening produce faith in God. So it was not actually listening or hearing a, a noise, a crowd. There was something that was happening in his heart. There was a new faith that was growing up. And then on verse 37, the Bible says, uh, he asked, who is passing? What is this noise? And the people around Jesus say, oh, it's Jesus of Nazareth. Look at this. They said, it's Jesus of Nazareth. And then the verse 38, he say, the Bible say, he cry out, Jesus, son of David. So there is something strange in this couple of verses, isn't it? It's like I introduce myself to Pastor Miro and say, nice to meet you, I'm Enzo. And you say, I am Miro, isn't it? And then I, and then I reply, oh, good name, Gustavo. <laughs> what does it mean? So the people around Jesus, they saw, oh, it's Jesus of Nazareth. 
But this man shouted out, Son of David, have mercy on me. Is it, is it not strange, isn't it? But I love the way how the Bible sometimes makes a, a couple of jokes to let us understand things. So let's see what, what does it mean. Let's go on John chapter 1, for, uh, verse 46. The Bible says that Nathanael say to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? So coming out from Nazareth, it was something like uh, um, not really good. It's nothing uh, like, so it was something, it was being like something without a value. And look what, who was the people, who were the people that, um, uh, that said it's Jesus of Nazareth? The disciples were around Jesus. They were with him, but they hadn't a revelation of who Jesus was. But this man, he has a revelation. A revelation. So at that time, saying to someone, you are a son of David, it was like shouting and declaring, declaring you are the Messiah. But how did he learn? He heard something. He heard something that was changing in his life. So the, my question is, what are you listening to? What, what do you listen? It creates or uh, destroys faith in your life. So this man was just over there, just uh, begging. But the crowd, the, the, the sound that was walking through him, and uh, close to him, it brought a new faith, as, as the dictionary say, a new faith in God. So when you have a, a revelation of the Messiah, you have a revelation of the grace. Why? Because David, the Bible said that he was the man like God's heart, with, the heart, with God's heart, isn't it? So when you, um, when you see David, you see the grace of God. He has a revelation of what grace was so when you try to approach to Jesus like with your human effort what you can do to receive what you can do to maintain that's religion that's no faith but when you have a revelation a revelation of what Jesus is he is the Messiah he's the son of David he's the one that brings us salvation he's the one that heals you he is the one that provides you when you have this revelation you don't care who is shouting to you be silent you don't care it's like you walk through people you walk to, through storm and you are like this I don't care so number one, revelation. Number two, resilience or resistancy. From dictionary, resilience is ability to resist and react in the face of difficulties, advertises, and negative events. At verse 39, it says that those who were in front or around Jesus rebuked him. Be silent. Every time that you try to make a new step of faith, there is a new step of doubt that comes against you. So let's, if we think about when Peter was on the boat and he asked to Jesus, hey, can I come to you? 
And Jesus said, yeah, yeah, let's walk on the water. The Bible says that he started to walk on the water while he was looking at Jesus. And then everything was okay. But the Bible, and the Bible says, as he started to look at waves and at, uh, to the sea, he started to sing. He didn't sing. You know, when you go to the beach and you just jump on the water, you don't start to sing. You sing at all, isn't it? <laughs> you sing. And... <laughs> And when you, you, sometimes you can start things in faith. You can believe for your promises in faith. You can start it. But doesn't mean that if you start, you will finish in faith. And while your eyes are on Jesus, look at this promise, looking at what he told you to do. So you don't care. But the Bible says, as Peter starts to look around. So my question is, the waves, the wind, was uh, they were already there isn't it even when Paul uh, when Peter was on the boat but he didn't care because he saw Jesus he saw Jesus but then he stepped out start to walk but as soon as he just take off the the sight from Jesus he start to think and sometimes we do this with the, with the, with our life with the promise that God give us. So I want just to give you a testimony. At the beginning of the church, it was 2017. So we, we went to a um, very difficult financial times. And we were at full time, but not employed from the church. And so everything was by faith. We went to an event in Naples. Uh, there was a big, a huge event. And it was at the time of offering. So we own a house in Naples that we used to rent to my sister, and she used to send me money through the bank account. But that month, because I was in Naples, she got me cash. So now I had the renting payment on the left, uh, my left pocket, and my normal <laughs> money in, on the right. So the time of offering came, and this man was preaching, if you wanna see something that you never see before, just do thank, uh, something that you never did before. So I just... <laughs> So this is the funny party. Let's go on. So I just, like every husband and father, I just take a little amount. I just, I, I broke the offering to, to the stage. As I went back, my wife was there uh, sitting crying. <laughs> and I told her, hey, what is happening? She said, I really felt that this world is for us. If we want to see something changing, we have to do a step of faith. And so what? <laughs> and she told me, uh, yeah, let's do something that we never did before. <laughs> so what? I don't know. So, husband, where is the guy that is gonna marry? <laughs> Listen this. When your wife say, I don't know, she knows. <laughs> she knows. But she would love that you, with the revelation, with the Holy Spirit overcoming you, <laughs> you can understand what she wants. So I don't want her to scare you, but it's the truth. So, so she said, I don't know. Then I go over the pocket, the wallet, the wallet, you know? And she took all the renting payment. It was 500 bucks. For someone else can be 
just a simple offering. Praise the Lord. But for us, it was a big offering because we were um, full-time by faith. And we brought everything to the altar. And then we drove back to Rome. And in one minute, we were just praising God and in the car, just shouting the promises, you know, uh, praising God with the, with the music. And the minute before, after, we were just crying. I said, oh, what did he do? <laughs> I look at it, are you crazy? <laughs> I don't know how to hit the next day. And then the next minute, praising God. You know, when you do uh, things of faith, act of faith, it can happen. It can happen. You do a new step of faith, there are new doubts that come to you. But then we went back. The first day we went, the second day, nothing was happening. And I was praying, hey, God, we have to pay now. What is happening? And I really felt the Holy Spirit talking to me, saying, hey, just praise him like you already received. And it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing, crazy thing because... It's easy when you, when you have got it, it, when you got it in your pocket, but when you don't have it and you have to believe and praise and, and smile and laugh, you know, it's, it's a little bit ugly. I mean, so uh, I start to, from that day to praise the Lord everywhere I went. Um, I went to my car while I was driving, just putting some praise music while I was in my prayer time, just dancing around, declaring, de- declaring and thank, thank, thanksgiving God. So you know what happens in a couple of days, we received back the same amount, like an offering. A man came to us and said, hey, I felt from the Lord to give you this. And it was, oh, wow. Then Pastor Francesco on Sunday say, hey, you are going to share this testimony. Yeah, why not? When I went to the stage, I shared as I'm doing now. As I went back, through, back from the stage, a businessman just came to me and said, hey, this morning as I wake up, I felt from the Lord to take some money from my bank. And he gave me a thousand euros. So it was shocked. It was three times what we gave. And then three days after, we received a letter, a letter from the government that, and we received for three years, each month, 1,000 from the government. Each month, three years. But if you let your doubt conquer you, you can lose it. But I love the fact that the, 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 the disciples told, um, shouted to him, um, be silent, be silent. And the Bible said, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Why they, why they shout, uh, rebuked him? Can you imagine? That it was a crowd. There was a crowd um, um, coming with Jesus. It was not just this man. It was a crowd. I, can be, I believe that a lot of people were crying there, but he was, cry, he was shouting his faith through Jesus. That's why they want to rebuke him. That's why they want to stop it, because he had the revelation that they hadn't. So don't care about the, what the religion wants. When the religion wants to silence you, then shout louder. louder. When dubs want to silence you, then shout louder. When the enemy wants to silence you, then shout louder. When the fears want to silence you, and when lies want to, want to silence you, and when the storm wants to silence you, you may shout louder. Shout louder. 
The third one, the last one, restoration. The verse 40 say, and Jesus stopped. Another version say, Jesus suddenly stopped. I really believe that Jesus stopped in this place tonight. I really believe. Since we were in the worship, I really felt a strong anointing. And as we were declaring healing, breakthrough, I really believe that God is going to do something tonight. Jesus is stopping here. He's listening at your crying out. Amen. And the Bible says, verse 41, if I can have someone at, at piano, please. At verse 41, it says, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do? So, Jesus was Jesus. He knew everything. He knew what this man was uh, needing, needing, you know. He was blind and he was begging. He has two needs, but which one he chose? He could choose, hey man, can you, can you make an offering for me? This, this is you know, our um, human side. Can you give me something that can change my day? But Jesus gave him something that changed his life. Because if Jesus could give you just an offering, he could uh, change his day. And then the day after, he was already, um, he was still there begging. But Jesus gave him something that will change his entire life. The Bible says, what do you want that I do for you? And he said, Lord, let me recover my sight. So recover, this word is anablepo. From the Greek, the Greek is to recover something that you lost. We don't know if this, is, this blind man, maybe in the, in the past he used to see. We don't know. The Bible don't say it. But I really have been touched from this word. Recover something that you probably lost. And there are things that we probably we lost from our side. There are something, something where we lost our faith for it. Sometimes we, fa- we, we lose the promises, not because just God, you know, uh, change it, but because our way to do things, our way to believe in Him changes. You believe it for the first day, then when you go home, doubts start to come. Fears start to come. Lies start to come. And you start to think, "Hmm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You start to think, does Jesus will do really what he promised to me? What do you need to recover tonight? Probably you, you need to be healed. Probably you are praying for your husband, your wife, or your child. Probably you are praying for your calling, for your business. I don't know. But it's, it's time to recover. It's time to believe to God's promises. Can we stand up? Stand, and I, I would love to pray for you and uh, pass. Yeah.
I really believe that, yeah, God is gonna touch someone. Just as we are here, can we just lift up our hands? Can we just pray, hey, Lord, Holy Spirit, I believe in you. I want to believe in your promise, at your promises. Thank you, Holy Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray in the Spirit if, if you can speak in tongues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.